Okay, warriors, you are listening to Unqualified Therapists. Remember, stay wild and weird. Hey, warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We started this podcast because mental health is complicated and the stigma surrounding it can make us feel alone. So we are here to share authentic stories in order to normalize and prioritize mental health. We believe in professional therapy. We both use it on our own healing journeys, but we also know it isn't one size fits all. So we are here to provide tools from our own experiences, as well as those from our guests and professionals that come on the show. Thank you for being here as we navigate the complexities of mental health and mental illness together. Remember, hold on, warriors. We're going to make it. Another episode of the Unqualified Therapist. Welcome back, bitches! We're back. <laughs> We're back. We're so glad to be hanging out with all of you again. I've missed you. It felt so good to put the headphones on and sit in front of the microphone. Absolutely did. Oh my gosh, it feels so great. I don't know that I feel rested, but I'm happy <laughs> Not to be all. here. Not even a little bit. Somehow less. Right. <laughs> And I think that's what we're here to talk about today is how when you step away from something when you need to, which is what we needed to. Definitely. We came to the decision, both of us, we were both in like a spot that we just needed to take a step back. But that's what we're here to talk about is sometimes when you take a step back from the things that bring you joy. I mean, everything just overpowers you then the other places. Right. And I have a very... Um, <laughs> nice superpower, I guess. Not at all. Where <laughs> I fill my time regardless. Right. Exactly. Me too. Yep. So I have to be so mindful of my time. And I was just telling Sarah before we came on air is that my boundaries, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. And I think that like the boundaries part is the part that makes for a restful life. I think, yeah, boundaries are a huge, huge part of that and filling our time with things that bring us happiness and fulfillment is what's going to be important. I think that I felt for so long, like my whole life, that saying yes was the best way to love people. Mm -hmm. And then Brene, our girl, was (laughs) like, nope, not at all. Zero zilch. Boundaries are the best way to love people. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's really hard. It's a hard lesson. And I want to help everybody. I know. I know. But it has been, I have been really working on my boundaries lately in the workplace. And it has been very beneficial to me. So I'm very thankful for that step. Now I just got to put that over on the uh, personal side. too. (laughs) I know. I know. And I was saying, I don't know if I'll ever be able to have true boundaries at work unless I like work at Target. (laughs) I don't know I don't know how to like care less yeah it's not about caring less though 
It's not. Yeah. And, and, and I'm learning a lot. Here's, here's a little lesson learned that I would like to share. And this was like unintentional, completely nothing I read, nothing I did. Um, I had kept a notebook starting at uh, the interview. The, that was the first page of the notebook up until today, which is, I don't even know, four or five months in, something like that. And looking back at my notes, and it's notes from meetings, maybe notes to-do lists. It could be anything that I was writing down. 95% of it means absolutely nothing now. And it was like, felt like life or death in the moment. Yeah, that's a really good lesson. So I'm really trying to keep telling myself that. Like, hey, I'm like, in two months, this probably won't mean anything. Yeah. So just do your best and call it a day. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I mean, to be clear, I <laughs> like my job so much more. Yeah. And I am respected and I appreciate that more than anything. And, you know, it's just, it's another job where it's hard work because we do things that are, you know, for people in service to them. And so that's just always going to be a really hard gig um, for you know, low pay. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's just how it is. And I just don't know that I could do it any other way. Someday, maybe I'll go corporate, maybe not. But I feel like I have to learn these lessons. I have to learn, like, not life or death. Yeah. Everything feels like that way in the moment, <laughs> you know? And then we talk about it all the time, but that zoom out thing mm-hmm. helps a lot. Right, right. I learned that and I already kind of said this, but my time away was learning that stepping away from this was not the right step for me. And I'm sad about it, (laughs) but I'm glad I did it because it helped me to see that I was filling my time no matter what. And it was with things that drain me instead of fill me. Yeah. And so I think what I'm going to try to do, and you all might notice, or you might not, and I'd like to actually hear from you, is to not put so much pressure on myself to make this sound so perfect when it comes out to you all. (laughs) And she really does. And I tell her every time, and it's not like I'm blowing smoke either. I think she's one of the best producers, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. The production's pretty baller, but it takes a lot of time it is it's very time consuming and if I want to keep doing this with as much joy as I have been I've got to let go of some of the perfectionist side of it but I feel like that's a big lesson right Mm -hmm. so if you don't want to burn out at your job if you don't want to burn out as a parent Mm -hmm. if you don't want to burn out in your relationship or your friendships like you can't go balls to the wall 24 7 (laughs) you just you're gonna be like bye yeah, I mean, I that's like my ADHD, though, where it's like the, the laser focus. You of, and Mike. Yes, where it's like when I yes. find something that I love that I laser focus on it and then like I do it until it's perfect. Perfect. So that's the one in me. And I've just worked my entire life to not do that. And I find myself doing that in certain things. But you mean one on the Enneagram? Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. One on the Enneagram, like. I'd say that as if everybody knows. I'm just a personality <laughs> test junkie and I just love it so much. But I I don't like being a one just because of the perfectionist part of it. But what I learned is that I get so much less done mm-hmm. and I want to do so many things. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that it's better to do it imperfectly 
than to do one thing perfectly, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But that's just because I've like really, really worked hard at that. But yeah. like it goes against the grain of me. Mm-hmm. Just like it goes against the grain of right, you. Like, exactly. And so two of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a four on the Enneagram. And I believe that I go to a one. Yes, you do. In my unhealthy. That's what fours do. Guess what I go so. to when I'm unhealthy. What? A four. A four? We, oh, God. <laughs> We're like just switching on and off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get brooding and, and I get like. And I listen to really sad, depressing music. And <laughs> that's just my life. <laughs> like probably the doors, the end over and over and yeah. over. Like I did when I was 14. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I go. Yeah, we also are very misunderstood and feel very misunderstood all the time. But we'll get into some personality stuff because we are both really interested in it. We've had in our very, very early days, I think it was like our third episode. Yeah. We had Leah come in. And she talked about the Enneagram. She's an Enneagram coach. She and is. I definitely want to have her back on. And we've had Jessie on before, and I want to have her on too as well to talk about her experience with personality tests, which are also quite interesting. She's a another person who's a great source of knowledge. So I just love talking about it. I know. Because it helps me relate to people. Yes, yes. It helps you relate and understand people, and it also helps you relate and understand yourself. Yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, we don't get why, like we'll read something and, and it'll click and we'll be like, oh, well that makes sense why I act that way. And right. then you can help either address it or understand it better and give yourself more grace. And that's, I mean, that's why I, I enjoy doing them, but yeah, I wanted to give a shout out yes, uh, to our patrons because they are holding down the fort here. <laughs> for real because we do pay have bills like we do pay for things to make this podcast go and so their monthly contribution is is helping that well actually making it happen I should say so we just want to give a shout out to everybody by name and I'm going to start actually at the very bottom which means these people are with us from the very beginning (laughs) and they have really stuck by our side and we are so appreciative so I'm just going to do first names or yeah yeah all right so we've got mike but we all know who that is <laughs> Shayna, Lori, kathy angela michelle christy amber maddie and we have two new ones we have tracy and nicole yay thank you everybody thank you each all and every one of, of you. you seriously it makes us feel like ugh, we're here for the right reasons. Like we're doing the thing and you guys are supporting us hardcore. So, so thankful for you. Really? Like we say all the time, we're like, we are poor Patreons. They're not getting anything. <laughs> they don't get all the love that they deserve. So we're, we're working hard to try to get ourselves back up and running and to find the space to be able to pamper you a little bit more as well. But we are so appreciative of you. We can't say that enough. It just mm-hmm. it means the world to us. And thank you for supporting us so much and for really, you know, working towards um, removing the stigma of mental health and mental illness. Absolutely. Speaking of, mm-hmm. that's something else that we both, you know, have been talking about for quite some time is the workplace and how you know we've been spending all this time in the workplace and that's why we kind of had to step away is that our jobs were getting a little bit more involved and we just needed that space to sort of focus on some other things and I think what we're realizing is that 
all of the steps that we thought were happening for the workplace in America to really take some some strides towards being more effective in the mental health space weren't as effective as we thought. There's a lot happening in the world of work, <laughs> a lot. And it depends so much. on who you talk to um, as to what's happening. Some people will tell you that like everybody's going to lose your job and we're going to have this great recession. And then you'll talk to other people and they'll say like, we all learned we don't even need your jobs. Like we're just going <laughs> to sell things online or whatever. It goes both ways. Everybody's got an opinion. And so it is, there's, I saw a new one today. It was like, it was called like aggressive. Oh, rage applying. Yes. That's a new term. That's okay. But is it rage applying or is it just applying for fucking jobs <laughs> because you're miserable where you are and you just want to get out? I don't know why people keep putting these terms. Rage applying. You are so oh. angry. <laughs> you're angry because you don't, you want a better opportunity for yourself. How dare you? It says, um, and th what we're looking at right now is one of our favorite Instagram accounts besides, I think, what's it? Mom's behaving badly. That's Mom, our, yes, we that, love that one. That's our, and this one's fuck you. I quit. Love it so much. <laughs> so it says the new term of the week is called rage applying the practice of applying for multiple jobs at a time, hoping to land one that pays you more money. <laughs> <laughs> this has traditionally been called looking for a new, less shitty job. <laughs> But now everything has to sound scary so you won't do it. Or you'll feel guilty, one or the other, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so we've been following this account for quite some time. I've been following it for, like, a year or so. And we just send each other these back and forth when we're looking Even at if them. I see that she's already liked yeah. it, I'm like, I don't give a shit. She's still getting it again. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. Some of it's really sad and some it of them are really is. funny. Um, why don't you share the one of a Starbucks? <laughs> Which one? Um, God, there's so many. So I'll, you want me to do it? Yeah, go for it. It says, it, and it's hard not to see because you don't have the picture, but it says, if this isn't oh. unnoticed, I don't know what is. And it says, Angel, so happy you are with us. Thank you for all of your hard work. It doesn't go unnoticed. Happy holidays. And then there's a little slip in there with the Starbucks logo, and it says current rate of pay, $15. New rate of pay, $15. <laughs> Thank you, Angel, for your hard work. It does not go unnoticed, girl. <laughs> Angel, keep rocking that, girl. You got this. Angel, I hope you found another job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, what? There's so much going on in the world of work. There is a new bill proposed to make well this one's a good one this one's a good one the bill is proposed to make oh, a oh yes. I think you're gonna be like to make america great again no i got you i got you i know where you're going um congressman wants to make a 32-hour work week and make it a u.s law to increase the happiness of humankind oh yes yes so it'd be a four-day work week it's already been put into place in the uk to great success according to some people and then some people are like People miss the commute time to work to be able to unwind and whatever. Get the fuck out of here. I don't believe that <laughs> at all. But this is something that is in going into um, discussions. 
So Representative Mark Takano, who represents California's 39th district, has reintroduced his 32-hour work week act to Congress, which, if passed, would officially reduce the standard definition of the work week from 40 hours to 32 hours by amending the Fair Labor Standards Act. Preach, work it, Mark Takano. Four-day work week is where it's at. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I really do. I feel like that's going to help with burnout. Burnout is legit. And the thing with burnout is it's like, it's just people who care too much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they're working too hard to either put food on the table and to care for their family, or they're working too hard at a job that isn't giving them the respect and compensation that they are due. Or both. I think there's a third. What's the third? I think there's a third that sometimes you just work too hard because you think there's a finish line and there's not one. No. Like, I don't at, think there's any job out there that has a finish line. Yeah, I mean, I sure do like checking things off a list and seeing <laughs> that list be gone. But that's not really, like, in the cards, I guess. No. All right, well, let's go four-day. Let's go. In Pop off. In other news. <laughs> in other news. <laughs> friends. We have gone the other <laughs> the other direction. I can't with this one because I'm looking at this picture. I'm going to post it <laughs> on our page. And it is, um, the child labor laws have been repealed by the one and only Sarah Huckabee. <laughs> and there's this picture of her holding up the law with these three children. I would assume they're her own. I don't know, but their faces. They look <laughs> terrified, miserable, and just... Both of those things. Yeah, I don't know. Terrified like, if they're shock. like, get me out of here. So I went to the comments because that was really where it was at. So here's a couple comments for this lovely post. So drag shows are unsafe for kids, but setting the stage to recreate the newsies is just fine. <laughs> they kind of look like that. Um, oh, another drag show one. Well, if kids are old enough to work, they're certainly old enough to, to go to a drag show. That's how it works, right? And then it says, Republicans hard at work making tomorrow's Democrats. <laughs> that was my favorite. I don't know. So this is according to theguardian.com. The laws aim to expand permissible work hours, broaden the types of jobs that young workers are permitted to do, and shield employers from liability for injuries, illnesses, or workplace fatalities involving very young workers. Child labor law violations have increased in the U.S. with a 37% increase in the fiscal year of 2022, including 688 children working in hazardous conditions, with the number likely much higher as the recorded violations stem from what was found during labor inspections. Yikes, people. I, I, I really was... I I, was this wasn't even on my radar. I didn't even know it was going to happen. I have been disillusioned to thinking that the workplace was getting better. I was like, listen, employers are hearing us, not us, like you and me, but, you know, maybe. And and they're doing something about mental health in the workplace and making a better work environment for their people. And then here we are. I find it interesting, too, that it's child labor laws since, like, this generation coming up is, like, the biggest middle finger right. to everything that yeah. you and I grew up with. 
Yeah. Who the hell they think is actually going to go out and get a job then, yeah. you know, at right. like 14 or whatever they're saying, mm. proposing there. Um, I don't know, but that's kind of, it's just a weird thing to put your time into, Sarah Huckabee. Come on, man. There's so much else happening. <laughs> so many other choices Please. you can make. Please. We just wanted to talk about all of this and keep it a lighthearted one. And so we're just going to share a couple of things on how the workplace is not bringing mental health into the forefront just for giggles for all of us so here's some more from fuck you i quit (laughs) uh this is a sign that was posted in a place of employment and sometimes they take off the name so you can't see where it is but i really wish that we could just call these places out because that would be great so here's a sign posted in the break room don't be a thief which okay sure don't steal, right? Oh, we don't I want just people read to. That. Okay, I know where you're going. This is my fave. I love this. We one. don't want people to steal from your company, it. right? Okay, here's the sign. Don't be a thief. If you clock in er- too early, which by the way, it's grammatically incorrect too. It's to. It says, if you clock in too early or out long after your work is done, do know you're stealing. Y o u r. If you eat while on the clock, you're stealing. Too frequent, unnecessary, or extended restroom breaks, you're stealing. Use of your cellular (laughs) device while on the clock is stealing. Procrastination, unmotivated, or general inefficient work practice is stealing. And then in all capital letters, moral of the story, do not steal or it will get real. (laughs) That's my favorite part. (laughs) I mean... Oh my god. I don't know how anybody took that seriously. <laughs> no, all of the yours are spelled wrong. All of the twos are two, spelled wrong. Two. Oh lordy. <sighs> Some of them aren't funny. Some of them are really yes. sad. Yeah. This one made me sad, and there's this is not the only one like this. There's quite a few. Um, and it says <sighs> So they, it's, it, I love it because like they get to send their text messages in, right? So mm, yes. it says, this is what the, I guess I'm assuming the employer said. Did you pull out several loaves of Friday's bread from the back of house garbage can? And then the employee said, I did at the end of my shift. They weren't stale. And instead of just throwing them away, I was just going to eat or freeze them. So the employer says, this is completely unacceptable. If a customer saw you picking through garbage for food, could you imagine what they would think? This behavior is not allowed. And so the poor employee says, okay, I won't do it again, but I'm just saying there's a huge amount of good food that we waste. You know, I've been struggling with affording food recently with my new medication. So I was just taking a few things that are literally being thrown away. And the employer says, leave the waste issue to me. That makes me want to just be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go, yes, exactly. Go fuck yourself. You're not a manager and that should not be a concern of yours. This is your first and only warning about this problem. And I don't want to have to bring this up again. What the fuck? I say, let them get fired and then sue the shit out of that person. That is terrible. 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 And what the fuck you, I quit people said is pretty sure customers would just think you don't pay a living wage. Mm hmm. Here's another sad one and super fucked up at the same time. And this is posted from an Amazon worker at Den 4 in Colorado. Last night on night shift at Amazon Den 4, an employee died. When I arrived at 630 this morning, I saw the fire trucks, ambulance and police department still at the facility. Not knowing why they were here, we all went in, clocked in and started to work. 
that's when we found out from a night shift employee, not from management, that someone had died and that the person was still at the facility. The emergency response team was still doing an investigation and the coroner had not yet retrieved the body. There were some employees who were less than 10 feet away from the deceased who was covered working. I cannot even begin to say how upset and angry I am at the disrespect for human life from Amazon and our general manager, Nick McKean. Way to call out that fucker. I love that. Yeah. Are you saying you can't even shut down the facility long enough to finish an investigation after a death? That money is so important that we are literally walking over a dead body to make you more money. It's not enough working five days a week, 12 hours a day for a month, and then switching us to six days a week, 10 hours a day for another month. And what the actual fuck is wrong with this picture? As of lunchtime, when I left, a senior management still had not addressed our department. Ugh. It's disgusting. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. That's, I mean, the stories coming out of Amazon warehouses have caused me, I used to order no, things from Amazon all the time. I know about it. I'm I don't want to know about it. But you have to know. I don't want to know. Um, but I have not, yeah, I don't order from Amazon like I used to. I have, I have ordered um, things here and there like once every other month or something if it's like absolutely necessary and I can't get it around here. But other than that, I used to get like everything off of there. I'm like, mm -mm, can't do it anymore. I can't say anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. Another one that we're all kind of aware of, but just another reminder. So this is another post from Fuck You, I Quit. Um, Time Magazine posted, Millennials want jobs and education, not marriage and kids. And a millennial comments, alternate headline, y'all fucked up the economy so badly that we can't focus on marriage and kids because we're struggling <laughs> to afford to live. And then somebody else says, we'd all rather be fucking, but y'all got us working. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then it says, the cost to raise a child in the U.S. is $310,605, and the median household income is 68000 Childcare is too damn high. It sure is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Do you have more? I was going to end on a laughter note. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I could keep going, but go. Oh, no. I got Let's do a ones. couple more. Oh, just don't take mine. Go. Oh, you have funny ones still? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't want to leave on like a, <laughs> a boo. No. Boo. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you explain this gap in your resume? <laughs> yeah. That was when I felt joy for the only time in my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. I'm going to use that. I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Here's one that says, I left my job shortly after receiving this prize for my good work. Are you ready for the prize? You want an extra 10 minute break. Here are the rules for it. <laughs> Number one, give at least a 24 hour notice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Number two. Excuse me, but in two days, I would like to take my extra 10 minutes because I do believe I might have to pee then. I don't know why I sounded like my son. That was funny. <laughs> oh, okay. Number two. 
do not have to pick the same day. I don't know what that means. Number three, cannot be added to your regular breaks. <laughs> what the don't fuck? Don't double dip, bitches. Number four, expires within 30 days. And number five, choose wisely. <laughs> so I hate these people. There was something like that for... Um, uh, for school for teachers yeah and it was like must tell in advance and it was just like basically someone would cover your like one of your duties or something like that but it was like there was all these stipulations it couldn't be like oh my god my stomach hurts i really yeah. can't do it today can you like here's my pass right no you have to like plan it out plan your reward Oh, and then I, I want to go out with this because I feel like I want to encourage all of you that if you're struggling at a job that doesn't appreciate you and doesn't support your mental health and give you what you need to have peace and a work-life balance and the things that you need, then I love the concept of malicious compliance. <laughs> Here's a post from somebody who was talking about how they are not allowed to work at home. So their thing says, not allowed to work at home. So I don't. My job recently told me that even during the snowstorm we got earlier this week, I'm not allowed to work from home at all. Even though I work in IT and do everything remotely, they want me in the office. So I deleted Teams and my email off my phone. I am no longer available after hours. My boss tried to call me for something urgent last night and couldn't reach me. He asked today why, and I explained to him what I was told. I am not allowed to work from home. I saw that one. <laughs> that is amazing. That is so, so good. So, so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks, protect your peace. I would like to know, though, on a serious note, like, mm -hmm. what is, we throw out that word work-life balance, like, what is that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I don't really know what that is, and maybe it's different for everyone, but what is that and how do you achieve it? Like, we know that from experience and what's been going on over the past couple of years, it's not self-care. Like, you can't throw that out there. That's not it. Mm -hmm. So what is it? Like, and, and I guess, how do you shut your brain off, even if you're not doing the tasks? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just something to... Um, try for strive for yeah but I think it's hard really really hard I think it's actually harder for a job that you care about than one that you don't care about I agree um the stress I had for jobs that I don't care about is more like just the stress of like mean people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and being worried about getting in trouble or something like that but I think when you care what you're doing is kind of important that that is hard to turn your brain off, but you can't, I literally can't though. Like <laughs> I literally can't work another minute because of mostly because of my children, mm -hmm. you know? And I, and it's, it's just, it's really hard to do all of it. Hasn't that fucking been said over and over again for a hundred thousand <laughs> years? I know it has, I'm just repeating it, it but but it all I'm has to start it. with the company and they have to provide certain things for their employees. And so I looked up some things that employees, employers can do for their employees. And it really, the American Psychological Association, of course, naturally has the best <laughs> suggestions in my opinion, because theirs are really starting at like the, the root. They're, they're not putting a bandaid over things that are 
already happening. They're yeah. really starting at the root and building up. So their their tips are to train your managers to promote wealth, health, and well being. I said wealth, but by accident. But I think we should have that I in think there. That was a good, that was a yeah. good Freudian slip there. Training managers to promote health and well being, and so getting the organization leadership on board to create a psychologically healthy culture. Um, they also say to increase employees' options for where, when, and how they work. And I think that that has been a huge bump in the mental health space of the workspace is people being able to work from home. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to throw this. This is just a really quick side, self-side note. But I feel like I get so much more done when I'm at home because I can, like, fly through it. There's, like, none of the distractions of work if my kids aren't home. Yeah. Let me just put that caveat yeah. in there. <laughs> if my kids are at school and I'm by myself then in that case I can kind of fly through things and get things done a lot more quickly. I was listening to a recruiter um, last night on TikTok and she was saying that the stay-at-home jobs that were so big are like really dwindling and that's all people want. Mm -hmm. And so that's the reason for any sort of like job job shortage, I guess. Employee shortage. shortage Mm -hmm. is, Is... not because there aren't people who need work it's because they want to work from home they had a taste Mm -hmm. of it and now they don't want to like let it go because Mm -hmm. all of the reasons that we've talked about because you know when you need that break and you can take it without the guilt or without the eyes on you making you feel guilty for you know stepping away for a minute or you know doing things on your body clock yeah and mental clock and things that you know as long as you don't have like a meeting or something. Yeah. But I think that that's I why guess, our mental health gets so much, you know, is, is thrives when you work from home. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and, and we all know I've been in a very toxic work environment, so I get that. But I was thinking like, well, why do I want to go in? And I guess that makes it makes me feel better because it makes me realize that I work in a healthier environment yeah. because I want to go in because sometimes there are meetings that just you get more accomplished if it's face to face Mm -hmm. and you know I don't feel any of those things you just said but I felt them before Mm -hmm. yeah how about that that's a positive that is a positive there we go makes me happy to hear you say that yeah they also say to re-examine health insurance policies to focus on employee mental health which I could sing the praises to like here and back because so many health insurance policies do not include therapy or the coverage for therapy is very minimal yeah, the copay is pretty high. Yeah. Um, huge, huge tip here. Listen to what your employees need and use your feedback to evolve. <laughs> uh, it says 48% of employees say lack of involvement in decisions contributes to stress in the workplace. In fact, a robust body of research suggests that when employees feel they have a voice in organizational decisions, they're more likely to remain in those jobs. So all you employers bitching about not being able to hold on to people listen to your employees let me play a little devil's advocate there you ready for it oh here we go no i'm just kidding (laughs) ready i'm just asking a question is it better to ask for you know to be asked your opinion or like if they've already had their mind made up do you know what i mean yeah don't ask the opinion if you already know what you're gonna do but like it's kind of like maybe sort of they do, but you know they do, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, I don't know. To me, I'm like, as 
as a leader myself, like I'm not come, I'm not going to do that. Like if I already know a hundred percent what I'm doing, I'm not wasting your time. But like, if I can possibly like change any part of that to be what other people would want, then I would do that. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know for me, it's a huge pet. I'll just say it. It's a huge pet peeve of mine. If you have your mind made up, please don't waste my time. Yes. No, I agree. Just tell me the reasons why you chose it and I will, you know, live with it. Now I'm just taking my own view on this. So I don't know if this is what they meant by this, but I'm thinking, I'm hoping that what they mean is that decisions that would include things that directly affect the employees. Like, um, you know, we're choosing between these two healthcare packages that yeah. are within our budget. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. which ones do you yeah, like better? That, that kind of stuff. Like, it was the, just a curious question. But no, I understand. That I've been wanting to ask. It's like Randy's biggest. Else. He hates it. <laughs> yeah, I really hate it because my time is so crucial to me. And so, like, when you waste yeah. it with bullshit, mm-hmm. I don't feel cared about. Right, right. Um, the last one on their list says to take a critical look at equity, diversity, and inclusion in policies. And hell yeah can we scream that from the rooftops because that will affect the mental health of um, all of your workspace if you are treating everyone uh, with equity diversity and inclusion I can't stop scrolling fuck you I quit you guys (laughs) I know I know I know you have to go follow it Um, it's pretty good it's great it'll make you giggle And we need lots and lots of laughter in our lives. Um, As if I've come full circle, I am back to only watching The Office. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because I just, I can't, I can't take any more input. Um, And that's probably one of the overwhelming burnout things that I do to myself in my quote unquote spare time, right? I fill it with. I'm just going to suck in all of this input and knowledge and how many things can I take? And, um, it doesn't work at all. He, um, Michael Scott, who's, you know, in the office, he said the other night, I haven't laughed out loud in so long. I laughed so hard. (laughs) He goes something to the effect of like the lost and found is lost. So don't lose anything for a while. (laughs) Something like that. I was like, that's so funny. I don't know. I can't with him. He's great. (laughs) Uh, So let's try to bring a little bit more mental health awareness into the workspace. I think opening up a little bit in terms of saying things like, I would like to have some more opportunities to better my mental well-being. Like, can we have a breathing break or something like where we can get up and walk away for a minute or asking for those types of things, not being vulnerable and saying like, I have such bad anxiety that I'm, you know, having a panic attack. Like we should be able to say those things to our managers, but I'm, I know that, that there are a lot of caveats that go along with that. So I hope people can work in a place that they can get up and take some breaths. Some people don't take a walk. No, some people don't. It's bad. Oh, that's terrible. And when your employees, if you are an employer, when your employee does something well, reward them, compensate them in a, in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Um, don't give them a pizza party. Nope. Give them money. We always want money. Money's better. <laughs> always. Here's an, another, we're just going to throw another fuck you, I quit in there. Um, <laughs> thank you. There's a, there's a piece of paper 
taped to the person's locker and on it is a um, lifesavers mint and on the paper it says thank you for your encouragement commitment investment involvement with driving sales and beating our plan by six million dollars you are very appreciated <laughs> they beat their goal by six million dollars and you get a mint and they gave them a mint they're like if i get it from pinterest it doesn't matter that it only costs right? 25 cents <laughs> wow wowie 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 okay uh, their caption says i see a disembowelment in management's near future <laughs> for this belittle mint <laughs> oh gosh yeah no no mints no candy no. none of that bullshit nobody cares no no i don't know i don't know it's it's challenging um i i just Work is hard, period. Like, that's just mm. what it is. It's just hard. And so I just hope that everyone can just get to some place and land somewhere that they're respected. And that's all I ever asked for, and I have it now. And so even though it's still hard, it's it's just work. That's what it is. Um, but I just, I just hope that anyone who's in an actual toxic environment can find their way out because it is brutal. It really is. So aggressive what is it called aggressively apply what no um rage apply. oh rage apply go rage apply rage apply i was thinking aggressively apply because i was doing like the aa yeah 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 but no it's rage apply rage apply some places find yourself a space that respects you and your time and your energy and your peace and until then watch the office watch the office <laughs> Um, I am going to post on Instagram some tips on just some like meditations you can do because doing them on here, you guys are going to be like, boring. <laughs> hey, I do want to say one thing. And we all like if you're a longtime listeners, you know how Amy feels about now third person. What am I doing? <laughs> um, feels about meditation. Uh, my job gave me the Calm app full access. It what? is so incredible. Yeah. That's what jobs should be doing, like, giving things like that. It is legit incredible. I use it at night mostly. And then a lot of times, like in the morning, it has like things you can't find on podcasts, like things that like Jay Shetty, like will go on and say mm -hmm. something or give you a talk in the morning, a little bit of like um, inspiration. I don't know. It's so good. And the meditations at night are so good. And there's one where Matthew McConaughey will read you a story to go to bed. Oh, I love that. Now they just need to get Keith Morrison or yeah. Josh Mankiewicz. And it has and like your regular like also type meditations like what you would think of. But like it's if you don't have the Calm app, I highly recommend it. That's awesome. Yeah. So get the Calm app. Go to our Instagram. See some meditation tips that you can do at your desk where nobody even knows what you're doing. So that if you need a minute, we are going to help you do that. Take your minute. Take your space. Protect your peace. We will be back next week. <laughs> we will. No more breaks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this unedited yes. episode. Are we doing it? We're doing it. I'm oh doing it. Oh my gosh. This we want to hear. What yes. did you think? What'd you think? Be honest. Yes. It's cool. We can handle it. I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh for real, I can. Please let us so know. It's so good to be back. Yeah. Uh, even though you're not all here right now, it still feels like you're all here because I know you get to hear this Thursday morning. So 
We are very happy to be back on the pod and we hope that you have a wonderful week and that you stay wild and weird warriors. We love, we love you. you. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. All episodes are mixed, mastered, and produced by me, Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this one, consider supporting us on patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. Or share us with a friend, relative, coworker, hairstylist, butcher, baker, candlestick maker. Sharing us not only helps keep the mics on, but it furthers our mission in removing the stigma. If you have a mental health journey you'd like to share, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com or reach out to us on our website, www.unqualifiedtherapists.com. Until next time, hold on, warrior. We're gonna make it. Ever wonder how we test the mics when we start the show? If you made it this far, you're in for a treat. Stay tuned for the bloopers. Sorry. What? What? Wow! 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 Pew! Pew! Pew!